Today's Leading Women episode 184. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Kate Conroy. Kate Conroy is the founder and CEO of Concentric Content Marketing. As a lifelong storyteller with a background in journalism, her dedication to helping organizations connect with their audience is what inspired her to found a firm focused on storytelling in the digital age. Kate is also very active in the Chicago tech community, working to support other women entrepreneurs. She mentors other women starting out and it's on the Council of Miss Tech, an organization focused on helping tech women do business and business women do tech. Women of the World, Miss Kate Conroy. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Marie. I'm really excited to talk with you today. We are delighted to have you on the show as well, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear you and your journey as an entrepreneur. Now, Kate, I really like what you are doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge, and the experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Absolutely. So Concentric Content Marketing is a content marketing agency. And recently, content has really become a big buzzword in the marketing world. But it's actually a concept that's been around for essentially as long as marketing has. Content is simply the information or story that you tell through your marketing. So in that sense, content, the information can take different forms. It can be delivered through different channels like social or email, but the story and the information really tends to remain the same. So as a business, we're very focused on helping our clients understand their audience and what their audience's needs are so that they can communicate that information and that content more effectively. And at the end of the day, through that, you build a better relationship. So content as a niche is Again, a very growing focus for marketing, but it's one that's always sort of been around and hovering under the surface. It's, it's what makes marketing great. It's the fun storytelling. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business, you know, and how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. And I love your niche of providing this content. And when you said about uh, helping others to understand their clients and their needs, that we are able to communicate that that need for them and the solution that we're providing. I love that concept. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, 
this is my business? Well, you know, I can't say that there was necessarily one very specific moment, but it sort of dawned on me after I had a number of my colleagues in the marketing world approach me and, you know, as we talked and discussed some of our challenges, the same problems kept floating to the surface. Um, everyone was really struggling with figuring out how to make the most of their channels, like their website or their social media. You know, they would say things like, we can't figure out why we're not getting any leads through our social efforts or through the website that we put so much time and effort into. And it really occurred to me, this was a core challenge that we as marketers and brands are facing in understanding the audience and the best way to communicate with them. Because at the end of the day, it's really just a conversation between the brand and between the audience. And, you know, the focus of the business has always been to help that conversation be better and more effective. So I think it was more just a, a slow dawning realization that, hey, there are a lot of people struggling with this same challenge in this profession. And, you know, perhaps that's something that I can help them with. Wow, I love that story. And yes, you know what, for our listeners, so there's sometimes the idea, the, that business idea, you know, it won't, it won't come as like a quick thing, like you just didn't, you know, wake up one morning and then you found this, uh, you know, a great idea. Sometimes it evolves with you and like what Kate just shared with us, it was a slow realization that what she found out that there was a problem, that there was a need out there that she can help other people with. And that's the thing, if we know that we have something that we can share others or that we can teach others or a skill that we have that we can leverage and help others as well that's a great business idea and that's most of the time or more often that's how ideas came into being so i love that you shared that once for our listeners as well now okay your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners however they will like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out great question um you know i would say my whole career i've really had a focus on storytelling before i was a marketer i was a uh, news producer a local news producer so I've always really enjoyed telling stories and you know, delivering information to people and an audience. So for me, success and what I continue to work towards is really building a career and building a business where I get to spend my time helping organizations communicate with their audience and foster that conversation. For me, that's just an ideal way of life is getting to do this every day for my job and that's really what keeps driving me to work work for that and build a business where i have that opportunity wow what a great vision you had there and then i and also i love when you said about the storytelling portion because you know what i believe that as in general we you know, we resonate with when people, with stories, you know, when our, our messages are, are intertwining with a story that resonates with us. And that's how we sometimes more off or more often how we, um, get, how we learn information better. And I love that the, the vision that you have about building a career of helping organizations, uh, communicate better through storytelling or to communicate better with their customers, with their clients or like that. And for our listeners out there, you know, the takeaway here is that, 
create something that, you know, create a vision for yourself and for your business that inspires you, you know, something that encourages you and something that gives you direction as you move forward in your business. Because that's why we create this vision. And, you know, this vision will evolve with you as your as you grow and as your business grows. So for our listeners out there, create something, you know, something that will inspire you, something that gives you direction. And don't be too... Um, and that with it, if it is, you know, if you need to change it in the future or at some point, because that will involve with you as well. So love that you share that one for our listeners to learn from uh, with the vision that you've just shared. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Absolutely. You know, I think both myself and in some of my, you know, close entrepreneur friends, the things that I've really seen, the traits that I've seen reoccur are, first of all, just a real passion and excitement for what it is that you're building your business around. So for me, it's storytelling, but for others, it might be technology or, um, you know, bringing a new product to market. But that excitement and that passion for what you're building your business around is so critical to making sure that you get up every day excited and able to overcome challenges and to work through them. So passion is absolutely the number one thing. Um, Secondly, I'd say probably just being organized has been such a boon for me as an entrepreneur I've become significantly more organized as a business owner. I, you know, I always used to consider myself a bit of an organizational nut, but uh, having to run my own business and push myself to do things that I had never had to do in a professional role before, like um, you know, invoicing and the financial side or the the legal aspect of creating a business, is staying organized has been so critical and helpful to keeping my business moving forward. So I'd say an ability to stay organized is really important as well. Um, And finally, you know, as I mentioned earlier, being passionate about the actual subject that you're interested in is important, but just a general sort of hunger to get up every day and challenge yourself and push yourself just makes such a difference. It's the people who want to keep setting goals for themselves and keep trying to challenge themselves. Those are the ones who can really excel at business is, you know, cause you have to, when you're your own boss, you got to keep challenging yourself because nobody else is going to. So it's, you know, being passionate, being organized and being hungry for the next challenge. I'd say those are probably the three top traits. Wow, I love those traits that you just shared. I mean, being passionate, being uh, the ability to stay organized, you know, um, being hungry for challenge, you know, to keep pushing yourself to move forward. I love those traits that you just shared. And the good news is that for our listeners out there, we can all cultivate or adapt these traits that Kate just shared with us. So let's learn from what she's just shared and cultivate this and apply it in our life in general and in our business building activities as well. So that's having the passion, um, staying organized and having the drive to to 
for to keep pushing forward. Those are great qualities that uh, we can all learn from each other. So thank you for sharing that. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? You know, I think one of my biggest challenges when I first started out and continues to be a challenge um, for my business is simply just, you know, maintaining a, a solid pipeline of clients and potential clients while working to execute on the business as well. So as the business owner, you're responsible for both sides of the business cycle. You know, the bringing in of new people, making sure that you're constantly getting work for your business and keeping, um, you know, your employees busy and working and growing your company. And then on the flip side, you also have to make sure that once you've brought in that business, the customers are happy and cared for and you know, you're growing that relationship. So for me, the biggest challenge has definitely been striking a good balance in my time between those two aspects. So, and in terms of the best way to handle it, I've found for me personally, going back to just being organized and making sure that I'm dedicating a certain amount of time each day and each week and each month to the different tasks that go with each piece of the role. And in addition, working with people that I really trust to help me handle some of those pieces that I may not have time to do myself. So I think finding a good balance between all of the important pieces of your business and also bringing on people who can help alleviate some tasks for me are probably two really critical pieces of this business that have helped me grow. Wow. I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to the experience that you have and the challenges that you've uh, uh, encountered because I too uh, definitely am. I mean, one of our, uh, being in business, one of our bread and butter, shall I say, is maintaining a client base and keep uh, finding these clients that we can serve with our products or services that we are putting out there. So, and also um, we have, we wear a lot, many hats with our business, especially if you are doing it alone, if you are alone uh, doing your if you're doing this business yourself, there are you know, a lot of things that we have to do ourselves, but we really have to learn how to delegate some other tasks that can be delegated. And that, so that way you, you can freeze up, free up your time to do other things that are important in your business as well. And not only, not only to free up for, to do other things that you want, but also to free up some time to take care of yourself. I mean, to be, to have that downtime that you need. So these challenges that uh, Kate just shared with us, learn from how she overcame them because that's the beauty of uh, sharing each other, uh, with each other because then we can learn from each other. And when those challenges arise, we know how to deal with them. And also for our listeners out there, you know, these challenges, you know, these are part of being in business. Uh, know that they are part of business. Embrace them. Learn from these people like Kate, uh, for example, how she overcame them and then apply them as it applies to your business and to your daily activities. So love that you share that once for our listeners to learn from as well. All right, Kate, Kate, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and 
talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create work-life balance, particularly if your family is juggling many roles. So, in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? You know, it's definitely a struggle, I have to admit. Um, my husband is also an entrepreneur as well, and we both have home offices, so it's particularly difficult to try and create a, a delicate balance when your you know, living space also happens to be your workspace as well. So what we've found really works for both of us is we just create specific structure around our life and making sure that, you know, we really hold each other to it. So work stops at a certain time, um, unless, of course, there's an emergency, in which case you have to hop up and handle it. But for the most part, we try and stick with, you know, we finish up work at a certain time and then we turn off and we put the cell phones away and we make an effort to spend time together and in our house and with our family. And doing that has made such a difference, not only in, you know, the sense of balance that I get, but also just my ability to be happier and feel more fulfilled in general. You know, entrepreneurs tend to be extraordinarily driven, and it's it's really tough for us to turn off and to say, okay, I'm putting my phone away, I'm not going to answer any more emails tonight. But when you do that, it allows you to come back to your work feeling much more refreshed and ready to go. So I, I can't recommend being very strict with yourself when it comes to making time for your personal life. Um, it's just been extraordinarily helpful for us. Wow, I love your perspective on that uh, on that uh, area, the work-life balance, and I totally agree with you. You know, for me, I usually say that work-life balance is a myth because for us entrepreneurs, we are so passionate about what we're doing that work is no longer work for us, and that's the hard part. But then, you know, like what Kate uh, just shared with us, there are ways that we really have that we can deal with this, and it doesn't have to be complicated. I mean, we work around the current lifestyle that you have, so but it's really important to have. The that uh, the work work mode, work time, for example, and your personal time and your family time. So, for example, uh, I'm really big on what you've shared about structuring your day, structuring your activities for a day so that you know what you're going to be you know, expected to do during this time. And then when you turn off, when you're done with work, then you switch, you switch to like family mode or personal time mode. That way, you know, that okay, this is the time for myself. This is the time to spend with my husband, with my family. Because that's the thing, you know, we all, we also have other aspects of our lives that needs our attention, that needs our time. So we really have to make time for these that are important to you. So for our listeners out there, whatever your situation is right now, work around that, but make sure that you are making time for those that are important to you and not neglect them, especially your health. Because I believe that our health is one of our greatest investment and our greatest resource. And without that one, we won't be able to build this business we are passionate about doing in the first place. So, but the bottom line is here is that for our listeners, take time for those that are important to you or make time for them deliberately. I love your perspective and that's a thank you for sharing that. All right, Kate, let's talk about 
success and what success mean to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? You know, you made a really good point there that sometimes success is measured in dollars and sometimes it isn't. And for myself and for my business, it, that's definitely the case. We've, um, you know, when I started off, I laid out some very clear revenue dollar amount goals that I was working towards. And in addition, I laid out some slightly less tangible, but um, just as important goals like bringing on our first Fortune 500 client or being asked to speak at a major marketing conference. These are all goals for success that I laid out for myself and for my business that really helped me keep pushing and push, keep striving. But in particular, I've found that you know, one of the things that makes me such a good entrepreneur is the fact that I, I never quite reach my goals if that makes sense, I'm constantly moving the bar. So success for me is, is fluid and I'm always seeking the next challenge. And this always helps me keep pushing and keep striving as an entrepreneur. So, you know, I may have achieved one of the revenue goals that I had set for myself, but immediately I set another one so that I keep moving forward and success continues to be a growth process. Wow, I love your perspective on, on success and how you define it and what your, your benchmarks are. Because you know what, I really resonate with what you said about success is constantly moving the bars, constantly, I mean, always seeking the next challenge. Because, you know, I often say that, you know, when you achieve success, that, you know, I don't want to arrive in that, that situation because you always feel like, okay, what's next? Is There is always going to be something that will drive you to keep moving forward to keep uh, achieving more achieving you know because when you said you have arrived then that means you're not learning anymore you're not growing anymore so i love that you've touched on that because i totally believe also that success is all about moving forward all all about seeing the next challenge to really push ourselves um further and be the best of who we can and providing our products or services out there that that can help other people or that can help them or that can inspire them to reach for the best their best potential as well so i love that you share that all right let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? That's a really good question. I'd have to say that the first and most important piece of advice would be if you're thinking about taking the leap into entrepreneurship, 
you should do it, but you shouldn't do it blindly. So it was really important for me to understand what I was risking when I took the leap into being my own boss. And I made sure that I had a plan for the worst case scenario so that I was able to be prepared and continue pushing myself forward. I wasn't held back by a fear of, oh, well, I won't know what will happen. I won't know how to handle this because I'd already taken the time to consider that. So because I had a plan in place and because I was ready for things to, you know, for example, to lose a potential client or to, to deal with paying taxes for the first time, because I'd laid out all the different options for what I was going to have to deal with, it made it so much easier to take that leap and to really put everything into it. So I would say, if you're going to take the leap, do it, but don't do it blindly. Have a, have a bit of a plan in place. Um, another thing that I just can't stress enough is never stop meeting people. I've you know, been so lucky in that, you know, I live in Chicago and the community here is just extraordinary. So I've been able to meet some really incredible people, but that's innately the way that your business grows is through meeting people, through meeting potential clients and partners and even potential employees. So I would say, keep getting out there, keep trying to meet new people and as part of that, I'd say probably my third piece of business advice would be to find a specific business-focused community. So for me, it was Ms. Tech, which is a, an organization that I sit on the council of. And just the, the community itself has been an extraordinary support system and also a fantastic resource for, again, meeting new people. So I would say make the effort to seek out those types of communities in your area. And if there isn't an existing one, then build it yourself because you're probably not the only person who's interested in being an entrepreneur in your area. Wow, great tips that we just show you shared there. So for our listeners out there, let me just summarize those because I was really hooked into listening uh, to them. And these tips that uh, Kate just shared with us, we can all learn from it and actually we can take action on today. So the first one is to take the leap, but don't do it blindly. I mean, have, be prepared, you know, have a plan in place, have a plan uh, to take action on because that's really important. And the second one is to never stop meeting people. I mean, we need to network with other people with your peers inside your industry having mentors around you i mean keep meeting new people because you not only build business with them but you can learn from them as well and they can learn from you in return so the third one is to find a specific business community just what kate shared uh, that you can be part of and i'm really huge on this because uh, it's not only for support but you know when you are when you're surrounding yourself with people are uh, that are moving in the same direction as you that will really inspire you and to keep moving forward so it's really important to find those uh, communities that you can be part of find those support systems find those business communities that you can network with each other as well so huge takeaways with what you've shared so thank you for sharing those now what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with you know, one of my absolute favorite tools is actually an app that I use. It's Evernote. 
And it's on the surface, a very simple note-taking tool, but it has some really great functionality that it's mobile and allows you to very quickly grab screenshots and send articles to it. But what it really does for me is it allows me to capture my ideas when I'm in the middle of something else. So, you know, when I'm in the middle of a commute and uh, an idea for a blog post strikes me, I can quickly jot it down and remember it for later. Or if I see a great layout design of a website, I can grab a quick screenshot and save it and go back to it. So as a business owner and as an entrepreneur, we're constantly moving, we're constantly doing new things. And, you know, we get struck by inspiration at the most random time. So it's important to have a place or a tool that allows you to capture that so that you can come back to it when you have a bit more time to explore it. And for me, that tool is Evernote. Yes, I love this while well, Evernote. And for our listeners out there, I'm going to have that on our show notes as well. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? You know, I'm not a huge fan of business books in the traditional sense, but I love business blogs and business communities. Um, in particular, I'm a big fan of one called Enmast, and that's E-N-M-A-S-T. And it's just got an incredible set of business articles and blog posts and a really great community of fellow business owners. And um, I find for me, it's just a great resource that really stays up to date with a continually growing business community. Yeah, so this and Masua where you can, and I'm going to have this on our show notes as well for our listeners to um, to learn from as well. And then uh, the other one is the E-N-M-U-S-T, right? M-A-S-T. M-A-S-T, E-N-M-A-S-T. You got it. All right. Now, Kate, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. You know, that's a really great question. Um, and I've thought a little bit about this, and it, I, I realize that I think the people I most admire and would most like to be like and aspire to be like are the entrepreneurs that I'm friends with and that are in my community. Um, I'm in constant awe of the women and men as well who manage to run a successful business and be great family members and friends at the same time. And... For me, those are really the people that I consider to be, you know, superheroes and superheroines and that I try to model myself after. Yes, I mean, I totally hats off to them. I mean, I that's what I say too. I mean, the women and men out there who are building businesses and making things happen at the same time, you know, having support, having a family. I mean, oh, I hats off to them because I to- truly believe that they are superheroes. And, and uh, I mean, don't. just by managing the time or I mean, finding time to, you know, uh, juggling family roles and, and business roles are oh, huge responsibilities. So hats off to them. I really, we really appreciate you, what you're doing and what you're putting out there. And I do believe that every one of us is superheroes in our own right. I mean, we are making things happen and in our own unique way, we are 
all superheroes. So love that. Now, last but not least, Kate, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it. And then we'll end from there. Um, great question. I'd say the biggest benefit that they could get would be increasing their revenue or increasing their leads and their customers through their marketing channels. So as I mentioned earlier, most of the, one of the things that really pushed me into starting my business was I was being approached by colleagues. We were all sort of lamenting the fact that site or social media or email wasn't effective. It wasn't working. And that's really what I'm around was helping people fix those challenges. So I'd say the biggest benefit is absolutely just being able to use those marketing channels as effectively as possible to communicate with your audience. All right. And where can they best connect with you and uh, um, get those resources as well? Absolutely. You can find us on our website at uh, concentriccontent.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is just Kate with a C. So that's C-A-T-E. All right. So that's concentriccontent.com. And by the way, for our listeners out there, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Kate Conroy, or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for our listeners out there, the link again is concentriccontent.com. And I highly recommend you to check the website and check out what she's putting out there. And also to link to her uh, social media profiles like her Twitter handle at Kate. Again, that link is concentriccontent.com. Kate, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much, Marie. I really appreciate you having me on today. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg